and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. That crunching Hi. noise is her in the, <laughs> in the corner there. And our guest this evening is Lalin St. Just. Hey. Saint Just. Saint Just. Yes. Wait, how do you say it when you tell <laughs> people? I'm just curious. <laughs> a what? lot of times I say Saint Just. Saint Just. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like but in between the French and the English. Word. Yeah, yeah. Because like there's, I remember when I was little, I was asking my mom, and she was like, oh, you can say Saint, you can say Saint. Mm. Yeah. So, so it kind of just became a b- little bit of both. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Sounds good. Right, Thank just you. down Thank the you. middle. You know, yes. that's good. <laughs> just, just take the, <laughs> the easy, safe, <laughs> safe route. Well, you know? it's interesting because it's like it when you say it, I hear the American accent, and mm-hmm. yet I also hear the French pronunciation. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't sound like you're an American person trying to sound French. You know uh-huh. how like when people try to speak in French, they try to sound like, right. And somehow it sounds really phony. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yes. Yes. But it doesn't sound phony. It just sounds normal. Oh, so, well that's good. Cause right I mean, on. I wasn't raised speaking Creole or anything. So mm, mm-hmm. I have a little complex around my American accent. Oh, really? really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Just keep it real. That's all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep it real. Okay. <laughs> it sounds real. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the real all in, you know. I like it. And we are here today. Uh, the main topic of the day um, is a new film called Beach Rats, which is written and directed by Eliza Hitman. And this is actually her uh, directorial debut as well. Um, but we are going to get to that in a little bit in the second half of the episode. Uh, but first, we're just going to chat about our week. You know, it's actually been a little bit of time since I've seen Laura over here. And I think. The equal amount of time since I've seen you. Oh, wait, no. Because we saw each other. This is unimportant. Unimportant. <clears throat> but yeah, how, how have you been, Lalin? Have you been? I've, I've been good. I've just been really busy. And mm-hmm. so, like, I'm a little, well, very sleepy right now. <laughs> but the wine is uh-huh. helping, helping. Along with the sour it's belts. Helping? Oh, yes. yeah. We got some good, good old fashioned King Henry's <laughs> strawberry sour belts. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. By the brand King Henry. <laughs> exactly all the way from the 14th century <laughs> i'll tell you what is actually from that time cotton candy mm. believe it or not a very that, old age old candy you would know and that. yet amazing that does make right. sense it's simply spun sugar and yet who yeah. would have thought or known how to do such a thing with I such know. a molecule i know it's pretty cool do you do anything over this uh long weekend <laughs> this hot long weekend here in san francisco we had a bit of a heat wave yeah we did you know honestly it was my first weekend where i didn't have that many plans oh nice um because i've been going out of town every weekend for great things playing music and blah blah but um so i relished in just like you know i have my little electribe sampler Mm-hmm. ditties yeah. that i need to like flesh out because i have a gig so i need like songs i'm writing so that's what i did i locked myself in my room and i just ah uh, it was amazing oh wow. that's so awesome <laughs> so- solo stuff um, yeah just solo just what's the gig that you have coming up that you felt that you had to like flesh out new tunes for or do you feel like you have to do that for most gigs like have uh, new every, material? well i think my thing is like i don't it's they're half half songs or like ideas of songs Mm -hmm. you know sure that i'm singing and like i'm getting to know them as i'm singing them yeah (laughs) totally but they're like 
we haven't committed to anything. We're kind of just loosey goosey. You're not married to anything yet. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you're seeing them. <laughs> right. You're seeing them sometimes. Well, yeah, I'm seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, okay, I think I'm ready to commit. You know, like the last performance I did, I feel like, okay, I'm ready to actually flush it out oh, flush man. it out and dive in like, love I, that by the way so do you feel Thank that you. some of the songs that we saw so we saw lalin perform mm-hmm. about a week and a half ago mm-hmm. it was the night of the last episode of game of thrones for those who don't know <laughs> um <laughs> we saw lalin that's how you like perceive time <laughs> is like at what point was game of thrones on or not on lately it you're like it was in between the, it was in between the fourth and the fifth episode of game of thrones <laughs> so it must have been it has become a point of reference for me yes but <laughs> So on the night of the last episode, Lalin mm-hmm. performed. She opened for um, Momotron. Momotron, <laughs> aka as they say, Yards, <laughs> and she performed solo. And so, were some of the songs that we heard you play that night unfinished for you in your mind, or okay, definitely. So some of those are the ones that you're now <laughs> like feeling like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, I was digging. Well, that's even in, even in their infancy, it was yeah. sounding really cool. Thank you. It and that's what makes it super terrifying. Is like, right. oh gosh, like who are you guys? You know, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just. I even had a moment. I remember I was singing a line that I had just thought of in that moment, and then that's awesome. I was like. Oh, this is you can kind of take this in a sexual way and I don't mean it right now. <laughs> That's okay. The audience likes that. They, they want to they want to groove out, you know. They want <laughs> They want to yeah. groove out. Yeah. Groove. I guess yeah. you can think of sexual stuff as groovy. Yes. <laughs> you can. I guess yeah, having sex is very groovy as <laughs> right. as, as yeah. the 60s tell us. Yeah. That's true. No, I think it's cool that so I also do, I've been doing a little more of that lately. I used to be very kind of apprehensive about playing stuff that wasn't finished yeah only mm. because i felt like it wasn't able to be played yet mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i just can't um but these days you know i play at a lot of farmers markets and i sometimes try out some stuff that's in progress right and i find myself doing kind of that which is like singing random lines like just stuff that comes to me in the moment which i never do at shows <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. like i'm always very calculated about how we put our shows on yeah to be honest um and I think that there's something to that, though. There is something like really I real agree. about that. Really real. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I'm the same way. I don't do that with the session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's right. like yeah. I'm trying only the to. Songs well, it's are, also different mm-hmm. when you're with your band and you guys have your show worked out a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a ton of room for like fucking with the form. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you guys are often playing to, to a click, right? Or, yeah. Or, or no? Yeah. Most most songs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By mm-hmm. uh-huh. So it's mm-hmm. so yeah, you like know, you can't just like extend imp- a verse or yeah. add mm-hmm. a verse or right. or whatever. But when you're by yourself, it's there is a freedom there, and I get that. Um, and also there is a fear. Mm-hmm. There's like a sense of being a little bit naked. Yeah, <laughs> not to be sexual. <laughs> but <laughs> that hey, line was guys. not meant sexually. Hey guys, it was groovy. in the mo- it came out in the moment. She just said it. <laughs> you know what? I was feeling groovy at the time. But anyway, no. But it's true though. There is something yeah. that it's like if you can just let yourself go into like the zone of that moment then cool stuff could come out. I don't mean that to sound diuretic at all. <laughs> In a non-diuretic sense, yeah. In a non-active diuretic sense. In a non-actively diuretic, exactly. Pepto-Bismol. You know they have like signs that are like active diarrhea. If you if, <laughs> if you have active, if you have active diarrhea, do not swim in this pool. Kind of thing. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Pool? Are in you kidding? Pool. You know, like uh, like pool signs will be like. When did 
did you see a pool that said that? <laughs> I just heard. Or did heard, you go to a public I've pool recently grapevine. that you saw? Look, I've just heard through the grapevine that there are signs <laughs> that do say vine, active yeah. diarrhea is no go Nice here. one, oh throwing in God. a grapevine into the diarrheal <laughs> sentence here. <Yeah. laughs> what does that mean? Grapes, a.k.a. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that. I'm feeling groovy. What can I say? Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, but that's interesting. Wait, so there are pools that exist that have had multiple experiences with di- like active mm-hmm. diuretics. Right, and they had to put up the posts. They had to post wow. that little sign. What up. was that like for the public swimmers at the time? Well, I mean, that's the stuff we can see. <laughs> I know. Because exactly. it's exactly. there, right? Someone, and so we're like, saying, what, what, what you're implying is, or insinuating, what can't we see that's mm-hmm. there? <laughs> little pee-pee. <laughs> well... P is fine. No, yeah. I mean, I mean we're, we're, talking, we're talking about the, the fecal matter. <laughs> yeah, we're talking oh, about I see. Oh, the, the solid fecal matter. that It's like partly solid, though. Right, right. You know what I mean? Just a brown it's... sort of cloud sifting. I think of it as more space. of a top ramen-like texture. Oh, diarrhea? <laughs> top ramen. <laughs> or like a cup of noodles-like texture. You so know what like I mean? Thick, it's like yeah. there are some bits, but it's mostly liquid. <laughs> <laughs> so specifically, specifically, cup of noodles because like ramen though is mostly ramen doesn't it's have got any a lot bits. of shit going on in it. Oh, you know? it does. Oh yeah. Well, like real ramen, but yeah, not, so like a, real ramen, not like a not like a top ramen. top ramen. I see what you're saying about <laughs> top ramen though. It is a mostly top ramen. I take fashion. that back. I rescind my statement about okay. top ramen. I don't really feel like that's a very good sort of analogy uh-huh. to diuretics. Right. No. But cup of noodles, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, Lillian, you anyway. had a great weekend uh, working out your songs. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, we go from songs to diarrhea. It happens. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> I see. What's the What's the show? Do you want to say for people who who might want to check you out? Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, October 20th, I'm playing at the New Parish with nice. um, McLeet. She's mm. a singer, songwriter based in Oakland, like various forms of music. Yeah, many genres or something together. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's She's, like a solo act or what? She has a band, but yeah, she's kind of a solo. But she has a supporting band, and uh, she's Ethiopian American. And yeah, I just I love her vibe. So Mm -hmm. that should be fun. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, you know, in terms of my solo, it'll be kind of a bigger platform for me now that I'm starting over again in that sense. And like starting over. Yeah. You mean because you're taking these songs <laughs> to the next level? Like you're trying to complete the songs? Uh, and that, is that what you mean by starting over? Or is there another meaning I mean, to that? in a sense of like, here I am, like building myself as like just me. And like, I'm also writing these songs that, yeah, aren't finished. But yeah. Like, oh, do you mean like is, as separate from the session? Yeah, separate oh, from okay. the session. Yes. And, but like even just, you know, I have these shows booked and I have like nothing... You know, they want stuff about me, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Oh, I see like a bio like, or something. Yeah, or, or like bio, songs online. Lala, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, huh. Yeah. So what is this thing? I got to like whip it up. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> so mm-hmm. cool. come through. So what's up with you, Nike? Nike like a high. What's up with me? What's up with me? What have I been up to? Um, I went away for the weekend. Uh, you went away? Yeah, I went away. You went <laughs> I got away. away. I had to, I had to get away. away. 
When a flower. You know that Lenny Kravitz song? Yes, okay. I unfortunately do. Nice. <laughs> same with me. Same Sorry, with me. Lenny. I <laughs> didn't like the moment when your penis popped out of your pants. Oh, that fun. was a fun Wait, did you one. guys see that? Oh, no. I did. Oh, it's worth seeing. Have right. you heard have you heard about this? No. He was oh my performing. God, it's amazing. Like, it's oh, amazing. it really is amazing. Oh, yes. He's on stage and he's like rocking out <gasps> and then his pants just split I do open remember. And he rocked just out with like his cock. Dipped out. Dipped right out. And he had like a he had like a penis ring. He had a penis Yeah, uh a, p- a piercing. He had a piercing. Yeah, he had a piercing. Oh, of dang. Sorry. And it's just now for the world to know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was indeed. Just, you know? Hardcore. Mm-hmm. And I, if I remember correctly, he was like pretty chill about it, right? Yeah. Well, he, oh, he tried. Was, to yeah, be. he was like, he what tried else? to be. He's like, uh, oh yeah, I'm sure his publicist was like, you dick. need to play this cool. You need to play this cool. Your penis is fine. I'm sure Kravitz. a lot of women play out down, there. Play down, play down. I'm sure a lot of women out there saw the penis and thought, "Don't give him the headlines." I like that. I like that. And he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try to play this cool. I'm gonna do what you're saying." And then all of a sudden, we got fucking Steven Tyler on the horn saying, "I didn't know you had a cock ring," and uh, insinuating some other stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he's like, "Why no, didn't you tell me, it, man?" I don't think it was like, a cock <laughs> ring. I think it was a piercing. He, he now, there was a no, difference. I'm, here. I'm only, co- I'm literally quoting Steven Tyler. Here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. I don't say the word cock normally. Trust me. I would never say such a thing. I hate no, but there word. is a cock ring that is a separate kind of entity. It's an ugly entity. word. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh, it is? It's a separate entity? Un- unto itself, yes. Oh, is that so? Yes, it is so. <laughs> now, there is a Explain piercing. Yourself. There's a dick piercing and there is a cock ring. Why do you have to call it a dick? It's a mere penis. A penis piercing. A penis piercing, the, the alliteration there is a little much for me. It actually draws attention to itself Penis pierce. I like penis it. Penis piercing is like a little I've much always been akin to uh, alliteration. That's what so you would say. You would say penis piercing. I very well would. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, very musical. I mean, it is musical. Penis piercing. Penis piercing. <laughs> penis piercing. Penis piercing. Yeah. yeah. I love all penis the meanings around. around. No. Right. Scrutinize your penis thighs. Battle masters bait. Penis piercing. Litanized. Diarrhea, Kate. I don't know. Forget it. Anyway, um, so deaf, dial, defecate. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, Uh, what have you been up to, Laura? Huh. Well, not much, to be honest. <laughs> I'm at a point in my life. You know, the wedding happened. We got married. And now I'm like, did, what am I supposed to do now? I mean, what am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do <laughs> You know what life? I mean? It's funny. It's like, I guess being married is not different from not being married, really, if you're like living with the person for eight years or mm-hmm. whatever. But the next thing that will change your life, I suppose, is either having a really successful career, which I hope will happen, or having a child. Mm-hmm. And that, you know... That can fuck things up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> not that I'm, in ha- I'm not doing that right now, but I'm just saying like it could happen. Uh-huh. Who knows when? And then what? And then what? And then mm. what? Stick a dick in a butt and then what? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Now, how long have you and Aki been married? I'm just curious. <laughs> We've been married three years. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. ever just have thoughts? A hard left like, turn okay, there. like what were your thoughts like after you got married? Were you like, okay, so this is it? Or are you like, this is it. I love it. You know, Honestly, it was like so much about the party. It was, it was about like, the party hey, for me can, too. Can I have the party again? Me like, too. That was fun. I know. Me <laughs> too. I'm like, it's over. Right. I feel sad that it's over. Yes. I've been feeling a sense of withdrawal about it, to be honest. Yeah. Because it was like the first time that so many people that I've been close to in my life, throughout my life, were all together at that same time. Right. And it was very special. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty cool that like people can come together, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And to celebrate there, there still may be some drama or some differences, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like people get so excited, you know. Right. And so it was just super sweet. And then plus like even just 
even just the gestures of like, because, yeah, it was really like, a, OK, come on, friends. Can you throw this thing with mm-hmm. us? You yeah. Know, like, right. Can put you up help chair, us? Yeah. Like, hey, I need you to work. do this. And, and it was such a community no, thing, yeah, awesome. you know, so. Aki and I, like everybody wanted it to be good. Yeah, everyone yes. wants it to be good. But other than that, I mean, we've like this is our twelfth year together wow. as a couple. That's wow. amazing. Like, that's so. amazing. That's, that's so, so awesome. ra- that's really great. <laughs> so it's I love hearing new. that. <laughs> no, I mean, same here. I mean, I haven't been with Anton for twelve years, but we've been together for eight years, eight over eight years now, eight and a half years. And you know, that's a long time to a degree. Mm-hmm. Not as long as twelve. No, mm-hmm. that's a really long time. But I mean, you know, and it's not like. I'm bummed that we're married or anything. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very happy about it, actually. But uh, it is a sense of, you know, there's like, uh, what's next, I guess. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In mm-hmm. a sense. Hmm. Well, not really. I mean, no, it's more like I need to get back <laughs> right. to work and do like my life because this wedding has taken up a large amount of creative energy. Yeah. Cool. And I feel like I've been neglecting things as a result of like uh-huh. other things that I would normally be like focusing on very intensely. Right. Um, I mean, did you feel like it was a big shift for you, like getting married, you and Aki? Or, or was it just kind of like we <laughs> were together and now we're just continuing to be together? Yeah, it felt the continuing. But you do. There is like this little high. Yes, right. there is a you high. Know, right. yeah. yes. Which it almost I mean, and we were kind of talking about that high. I mean, it's a, it was in uh, different forms of like when you're on tour or oh, when totally. you're yeah. like doing some big project, you know, it's yeah. like you're focused in on this on this thing mm-hmm. and it's like exciting and you're doing it and blah, blah, blah. And, and yeah. then it's over. And I you're know. like, huh, all right, let me yes. clean. Like an album. Yeah, we were talking about Like it. an <laughs> album. Like an album. Uh-huh. Exactly. Post, you put an album out yeah. there and then you're like, okay, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. what do I do? I mean, I guess you tour on it for a little bit and then it's like over. And they're like, I guess I need to make another album. I, I guess think that's like, a, just a common thing with people with like an artistic sensibility. Like you kind of mm-hmm. have that working. You're putting all of everything that you have into something. And so then when that something is like released into the world, it's really exciting. But then it's like there's it's a kind of taking a piece of you with it. In, yeah, in a sense, I know? think that's true for sure. And I guess the wedding was a creative project for sure. Oh, totally. It was like the big creative pro- project for me for this year. And, um, you know, you think about it and it's just one day and then it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should. Anyway. <laughs> More sour belts. I <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> and on that note, I do think that we should get to the uh, main topic the of the movie? evening. Yes, the movie, the movie, the movie, the movie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, we all just watched uh, this film called Beach Rats uh, 2017. Uh, written and directed by Eliza Hitman, and this is her directorial debut. Um, and it, I believe, it premiered at Sundance, and then it went to a couple other film festivals uh, throughout the year, got some buzz, and now it's getting a sort of a limited release in some theaters in some cities. So if you can, you can find it in maybe a city near you. Otherwise, you might have to wait a little bit for it to be on like video on demand or whatever. Um, yeah. I am very curious to know what you guys thought of this movie. Um, should we start with you, Lalin, the guest, the guest here? Oh, and just uh, real quick, we will talk about at first with uh, no spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film, uh, you're still cool to keep on listening. And we'll let you know when we're going to get into uh, specific plot points and that sort of thing. Um, spoilers. Yes, yeah, spoilers, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, what did you think, Lalin? Yeah, you know, I think the thing I noticed right away when I uh, quickly stepped into that movie theater um, 
was this character's face you know like i really there was something about his face that i visage yeah (laughs) you know that really kind of uh, you know the eyes and you know mm-hmm. I don't know the so, pillow like lips the pillow like <laughs> lips right those as well right <laughs> well they say that or someone says that in the movie yeah <laughs> yeah that's not yeah right. anyway so <laughs> not Lalin's words is all I'm saying <laughs> not my words my words <laughs> yeah not Lalin's la- la- um, or me yeah. sorry I don't mean to keep cutting you off no 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 um, so I, I was pulled into, mm-hmm. to wanting to know more about his story and what he was, um, experiencing. And, um, I think, you know, while I didn't necessarily walked away feeling, um, incredibly emotionally mm-hmm. moved, I was still, I was still emotionally invested mm-hmm. and like intrigued, you know, in this in this narrative and you know i even you know you know felt yeah tense and worried and all of those things but yeah mm-hmm. i just um so i i i think it was a really it was a good film but mm-hmm. you know i um i i didn't walk away with uh totally yeah yeah but I don't know. What did it's you guys not, think? It hasn't stuck with you. It hasn't stuck with me. But, you know, I mean, but I was still like really intrigued by the characters and like, you know, I mean, I'm always, um, you know, I mean, it's like struggling with who you are and vulnerability and like masculinity and all of those things are like so, um, so important stories to tell. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so like I, I love, I do love seeing that. But at the same time, I just, um yeah i don't know yeah yeah you probably didn't love the character i'm guessing i don't know that's just i'm talking from myself here but well what did you think laura or maybe you just like it wasn't like it didn't hit you personally in any way i don't know yeah i don't i don't know what it is i don't know but i mean i well i'm not yeah i'm not walking around thinking about these characters either so much except because we're talking about them mm-hmm. specifically for the purpose of the podcast. I, wait, before oh. you get into that, maybe I should just briefly say what this movie is because I feel like maybe a lot of people wouldn't know what this yeah, movie is. Um, oh, yeah, please do. Beach Rats is just uh, generally about this uh, kid who is kind of like <laughs> a uh, kind of like a bro, or his friends are kind of like bros, or you know, kind of hyper masculine, I would say. And he is struggling with his sexuality, and he is discovering that maybe he's gay, um, and he is kind of going on these. Uh, chat rooms and talking with guys and basically actively seeking out gay experiences right and and it seems like trying to determine uh who he is really i think he just wants to have sex (laughs) maybe i mean mean, yeah i think that he doesn't he's not in a search for trying to find himself he's trying to just have he's trying to satisfy these urges that he Uh has i think his whole issue is that he doesn't want to know who he is Mm. oh that's interesting actually you know like he's afraid of it oh yeah so and just like his friends probably right Oh yeah, uh, I definitely got the sense. They're all that he's gay. Like, he's really he's no, not. no, no. I didn't get that sense at all. Oh well, oh, I did. That one, one of his one friends. of, oh, one of his, the yeah, one, one with of the ears. Friends, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's get into that later. Well, I there think were that's some kind of definitely some moments. Oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah, there were yeah, some maybe. moments where. Well, anyway, um, did I like the? Are you asking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did Did you like the movie, or what, what did you think of it in general? I, I will say that when a movie can keep you engaged for that long, it's done a good job. Like, because I know how hard it is to make a movie that just is engaging mm-hmm. and it definitely was at least that mm-hmm. so bravo yeah <laughs> um and 
and like to evoke any kind of emotion throughout the process is a small victory. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was definitely ha- that definitely was achieved, and um, and there were some like interesting moments and and like definitely thoughts that were provoked. Um, but I mean, again, like I. Yeah, I, I'm not going to like try to watch it again. <laughs> you know, it's funny. <laughs> if I was flipping through channels like I used to do and I had like Sundance or IFC on my, na- my regular TV again, which I used to have a lot, and it came on, I might sit through it again like halfway or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I might be like, oh yeah, this movie. <laughs> and then try to recap some stuff. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was interesting. Sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't like love it. You know right, what I mean? Right. I'm not like, I love this movie. Right, right. But right, right. I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. And there's things to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for totally. Sure. What about you? I think I'm pretty much right with you guys. Like, I liked but didn't love this movie. I thought it was good. Uh, I liked it a lot visually. I thought the uh, it was really well shot. I liked the lack of music, actually. Um, and then the couple, very few moments that there was sort of... Um, some music going on. I thought it was really well done. The um, music was good. Yeah, the music was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I liked its very subtle use. Like it was really only used in maybe like three scenes from what I can remember. Mm-hmm. I thought Sound that the sensor. acting was a little like, eh. I thought there was... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I thought some of the acting was was not so good. Uh, other times it didn't bother me, but sometimes it bothered me. Um, and one last thing know. I'll say before we kind of like get into spoilers and everything, because I think we should talk about the plot and stuff. Um I do also think that there was some really realistic uh, scenes and just depictions of of what it's like to like be in the closet and figuring yourself out. And um, I just thought there was like some very real moments in there that I don't normally see in movies. And so that was that was cool to to see. Uh, I thought that. It was just well, it just seemed like some of those scenes were probably coming from uh, experience. Like she must have like either interviewed some people or I was even thinking like maybe she, uh, this, uh, the, the the director, Eliza, I wonder if maybe she had like a, a boyfriend who like turned out to be gay or something. I was very curious because some of those moments were like, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I think. We should talk about some spoilers to kind of get into the meat of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say just in general, uh, I thought it was good. Okay. You know, I, I'd like recommend it. I'd recommend people see it, but I think it has some issues. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So spoiler time or? Spoiler. Yeah. yeah spoilers. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. All spoilers. right. <laughs> I, can I go first? Go, yeah. go for okay. it. Okay. Uh. I really think that walking away from this movie what I got out of it was this particular thesis. Like, this is the main thesis. Mm -hmm. Don't be a stupid bra. (laughs) (laughs) Like, basically, that's it. You know, like, stupid bra type people are lame and they lead to all kinds of problems. (laughs) Basically. Right. Well, I feel like his friends were super, (laughs) super influencing him. Well, he was one of them. He was. He was one of them. Yeah. yeah. And if you have that kind of culture, like, shaping the way that you are, then you're going to have all kinds of fucked up scenarios and you're going to have a, like, repressed gay person eventually. 
Right, and he couldn't stand up for him. It felt like he couldn't stand up for himself. Yeah, and he couldn't stand up for himself. He didn't even want... It was almost like he was tortured, but I couldn't really feel that sorry for him because he was like a dumb bra too. Well, I mean, his friends <laughs> you know are, what I mean? are shit. He has shitty friends. Yeah, but he chose them. He, cho- he like well, attracts like, dude. It's true. <laughs> kind well, I mean, of. I think it was like, I mean, that's the that's the surroundings. That's his vibe. That's the, you know, that's his vibe from, you know, and but then like, what do you do when you feel like, OK, sh- shit, I'm fractured from this thing that I'm supposed to be. I mean, I, I feel you in that. Like, I didn't necessarily feel the the. I mean, Empathy. that could just been like the acting thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like I but otherwise it was like, oh, no, like I can't go here you know and like i think he wanted Mm -hmm. like you could see that there was like that you know but that's because of the bra culture that shaped him to not feel that he could go there right so that's what i'm saying bra culture is lame (laughs) oh i'm not rid of it i'm not saying oh yeah that's the point of this movie is like the whole thing that shaped his masculinity i mean is this bra vibe yeah if that bra vibe wasn't there he would have been down it's like i feel Mm -hmm. like in the final scene when he met this guy who was his his peer Mm-hmm. finally he mm-hmm. was like almost gonna engage with this guy who was like his age and really sweet mm-hmm. and actually attractive <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know yeah was i feel like very inviting for him mm-hmm. it was like this is a guy who's presenting an, a picture of somebody who is almost like somebody that he wants to be mm-hmm. that he's striving that he in his like ideal mind in his ideal reality would be able to be like right you know a person who has accepted himself realizes what he is and is kind mm-hmm. and he is like you know he's in the like op- polar opposite state of that person and he can't be that person you know well, and yeah he, he struggles had a, with he that had a chance mm-hmm. he had, that guy that guy had reached the point that he was trying to get to and he was this cheesy annoying lame like fucking hyper masculine really like cruel bra type of guy mm-hmm. and that culture was what made him be like that and unable to escape from that. So that serves my thesis. Right. But I do not think that (laughs) it's always necessarily a choice into what kind of circle of friends that, I mean, I guess, I guess to a a degree it is, but I also feel like there's all kinds of types at school. But also, he could have with. had those friends for a really long time, even before he started having no, like, sexual feelings s- for anybody. But he even said, those are all my friends. <laughs> yeah, but so I think there. that's just mm-hmm. kind of like a, uh, like a, I don't know. But I mean, even there's if a he was, no, but even if he was, circle. it doesn't matter, though. It's like there is a point where you choose who you want to hang out with. Like, especially when you're in school. I mean, it's not like his family consisted of all those kinds of people. It's like he had his mom and his sister. Mm hmm. But I think it could have the the sad reality is it could have been that circle could have been so many other circles. Well, that's true, but it it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing is like in this movie, we see that the the main problem was the bra type figures. Those were the problem because his mom was like ready for him to open up to her. Yeah, She was like, like, open up to him. And he was like, Mm no, he was all like brought out when she was trying to like let him open up. Well, he's, yeah, so I think his character is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he is struggling with being surrounded by hypermasculinity and seeing that as like, this is what a man should be like mm-hmm. these guys over here. But I feel differently. Like he probably has a, m- a more sensitive side that he wants to obviously. embrace. Obviously. Um, and then apart from that, of course, he's attracted to men and he even kind of brings it up with his friends. Like he's clearly trying to like 
get confirmation from them. He's trying to see if they're open to it. Yeah, like what would you, he, I think he says something like, what would you think if we, if we like uh, smoked with a gay guy? Like what would you think of that? Well, yeah. Clearly trying to test the waters of like figuring out what they would think of that. Here's the thing is they, some of them might have even been gay too. And I think that that was very much implied with certain like camera angles and like Mm -hmm. moments in the movie. But they were so far removed from themselves that they could never admit to it at that point in the movie. Mm. Like it was like it was it was showing the various phases and stages of like being in touch with oneself. And like that kind of person, like the bra type guy is so not in touch with himself Mm -hmm. that like it's almost impossible for a person who's in that circle of types to accept being gay. Mm -hmm. And he was that much further along than them. Right. And I really do think that there was some implication that like there was some gay vibes going on. You know what I mean? Between them. And they were just not interested or even like remotely down to like go there. Mm -hmm. Even though that might have been really deep down like how they felt. And maybe they were like looking to him as a source of, of, uh, of, of approval almost. Right. You know what I mean? Like maybe they saw it in him and were okay with And they were like, okay, he's there. He's got it. You know what I mean? Like he's he's kind of gay. Maybe it's okay because he like is so hot. Well, I think for them. <laughs> you know, or I think whatever. It's Not more, that I thought he was hot myself. but I think it wasn't it's my type. less so <laughs> that I think that they were gay as much as I think that they were um so stuck on this hyper masculinity kind of trip just like that whole vibe that they weren't getting into you know their feminine side which i think that all men have some Mm. you know it's a mix of both or or women too it's a mix of both like it's not like so but i think like they just couldn't accept anybody that wasn't right I, mm. I think like there's this idea of the man has to be the man in this sort of way. And mm. that comes with this like masculinity kind of thing. And for them, his friends, I mean, I don't think, I mean, maybe that one dude with the, the, with ears. the ears, the kind of bigger <laughs> ears, dude, maybe yeah, he, kind of maybe he was, yeah, I guess they're maybe somewhat hinting that Ooh. maybe he was uh, seeing something in, in the main character. But I think that the other two were just like they probably had a more sensitive side that they just weren't allowing themselves exactly, to express. Exactly, they were whatsoever. so far removed right. from mm-hmm. like what it means to even be human, really. Right. But you know what, though, why do you think that in the film there were those moments where the camera really focuses on like their hands, kind of like doing this movement, where well, and it, their bodies a lot, their bodies. Like it was mm-hmm. really. I feel like that was just the message was clear. Like, okay, there is a discomfort happening here. Mm-hmm. Well, they're definitely or there's this everybody. sexualized <laughs> moment that's like repressed. There was a repressive, like a repression that was being, I think, emphasized in the camera angles and the choices that the filmmaker, you know, made. Personally, I thought that was just because we're from the perspective of the main character, and I took it more as this oh. main character, his sexuality is so repressed that. He is just like hypersexualizing he, everything. Yeah, he wants sex, and he clearly is unable to allow himself to have the sex that he wants to have, which is clearly with men. And so he's like sexualizing his friends in a way. Like really, I, I so you like think that the movie it. is from his perspective? Yeah, oh, definitely. Mm, I disagree. What do you? Mm. Whose perspective do you think it was? We're from a third party. Wasn't? We're watching it from an outsider's perspective. Uh huh. But That's I think what he's I think. our main. He's our main. He's our in, protagonist. Yeah. But he's not. I don't think the movie is from his perspective, from his eyes. Mm, I think it is. What do you think? <laughs> but that's interesting. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, yeah, I mean, like, what, what, what else? What else was like uh, um, 
interesting well, to you in this film? I mean, I or think something that stuck out. Some of the things that uh, you mentioned earlier. I mean, I do feel like there were some really um, honest moments mm-hmm. in there, or just like that feeling of. Um, you know, like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, here you are, you know, like, there's something inside of you that you you want to explore and express, but you can't, you know, mm-hmm. like, or you shouldn't. And that shame and that, like, I should be, you know, like, I could just, I felt like when he was peeking through his fingers, it's like, I should be strong enough to not look at this, but I can't help it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's, you know, very relatable in a lot of different ways, in a lot of scenarios, mm-hmm. but like, especially around sexuality when it's like the whole world. Or is, just grooviness. Or grooviness. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That, that was my other scenarios. You know, just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, you just want to fucking be yourself. But, and then what you were talking about, about just like, um, um, you know, that like toxic stuff. I mean, that I mean, that's a sad thing about hyper masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's just that like it's not only the broly types. It's just like in general that there is a disconnect from yeah. emotion because it's viewed as feminine and therefore it's weak. You know what I mean? So it's just like which is just such a just a I terrible know. train of thought. I, know. You know? I do feel like there are people who embrace like course, femininity. I mean, there course. is oh, a yeah, culture. Yeah. There of is course. a culture of embrace. And his mother represented that in this. Oh, film. I'm talking about men. I mean, in general for men, like right in general for men. I see through the in like, terms in the perspective of the male and and in their position in society or how like, I mean, just in general. Right. No, I you mean, know what I yeah, mean? Like you, when you're a little boy, well, I mean, it's little boys and, you know, but mostly it's like, no, d- you're you're a big boy. Don't cry. Like, totally. don't don't. You know, I've seen Aki cry like five times in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see me cry a bajillion times. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's not because he's not in touch with his emotions necessarily. But in a well, in a sense, yes. And in, mm-hmm. in terms of just like this is how you're conditioned in the society as a male is to you don't cry. You don't do these things. These are considered feminine. This is weak. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, and totally then true. therefore, so you have this guy who's like, oh, my gosh, here's this like, you know, this thing going on inside of me. And, homo, you know, like people are homo- homophobic. I feel like um, it's tied into that like yeah. whole mm-hmm. feministic mm-hmm. weakness thing, too. Mm-hmm. So. Totally. Well, and, no, <laughs> you know no, what, and, and I, I think I that, that conversation happens in this movie too, where uh, the where he asks the girl that he uh, starts seeing in the film, his girlfriend at a certain right. point, uh, he's like, "Oh, what, what, oh, right, what do you think yeah. of two girls kissing?" And she's like, "That's hot." What do you think of two guys kissing? Oh, like, that's, that's just, just gay. gay. You know, and I think that is that is in a way and it's it, also the thesis like, of this film as well. Not only do his hypermasculine hypermasculine uh, friends think this way. But this girl, too, is like, oh, two guys kissing. That's gay. That's not it's hot. Also, you know? Exactly. It's like drawing the distinction between hot and not hot and gay being the basically the equivalent of not hot. Right. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, for two girls to be together is hot, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then because to be gay is essentially the opposite of not of of hot, which is, a, I guess, we can only presume to mean not good not right. hot and i think that just so comes from like what a- lynn is saying with like 
because romance is tied to emotion, which is tied to femininity. But it's also and I think a lot of times guys sorry. are less uh, or or are, are kind of told, I guess, in some way to be like less romantic sometimes mm-hmm. uh, because it's like a sign of weakness in, in a way. I mean, some guy, obviously not all guys, but what I'm saying is like, I think that's kind of why women being with women is viewed in this like, oh, well, they're they're romantic with each other. There's a sort of like, that's right. Women can feel this way. But for guys to be romantic with each other, it kind of, it it comes uh, at an intersection with, with masculinity and, and kind of like being the man of the situation. Anyway, what were you going to say? I was going to say <laughs> that mm-hmm. pertaining to that moment where we are given this line, being delivered this line by this character, the line that... Uh, is the line of um you know it's hot for two women to be get t- together but for two men to be together it's gay mm-hmm. we're being delivered that line by a character in the film who is not just like portrayed in so many subtle ways but like and not so subtle ways but also literally in a straight up line by our protagonist as basic like she's the the basic mm. figure in this mm. film delivering that line so I guess that her character is meant to represent like the basic public or the basic general like perspective of the mm. general public, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, there are lots of shades of gray, obviously, like course, in yeah. the world and in, yeah. in the way that people see things. But she represents, I guess, the basic and general public mind frame. Oh, definitely. And so for her to be the one saying that, I guess, mm. is it's like the most simplistic way that the filmmaker could think to convey that I- idea and ideal really in the mi- in the consciousness of, of general public yeah. this is how people see gay <laughs> mm-hmm. and even just like you know i mean it, what's so interesting about that statement is that like it's even just closeness in general you know what i mean like i remember being in ghana and like seeing men holding pinky fingers and hands hmm. as friends, like platon- culturally, that's like totally chill. Wow. You're just like holding pinkies, walking down the street. And it's, the, <laughs> yeah. it's the sweetest thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then imagine here, you know, and this was, you know, I was there 12 years ago. So, I mean, things have shifted since then a little bit. I mean, a lot in a lot of ways. But, you know, I mean, it's like I could imagine that character or any of those characters like saying something like that and like laughing and feeling nervous and like like making jokes about it right accept it because also like the only way that you have a lot of times as as a man sometimes in the society is like through closeness is sex you know what I mean and like there isn't Mm-hmm. those shades of mm. like oh just, couldn't, couldn't i just like lay my head on your shoulder totally. like as like, your yeah. friend not that social it's more just about like there's no, no. point of reference mm-hmm. um, that's a good that's that's an interesting point and that's actually i mean yeah because you would not see just two guys who are just friends like holding pinkies well here's the, the thing you know, though like, is social conditioning here. always wrong that's a question it's like so in africa well, when you saw that it oh. was like that was a part of their social conditioning mm-hmm so it's like we have our social conditioning. What, oh, yeah. What it, makes one better fine. than the other? I think it's the rigidity. Mm-hmm. So it's like more so like you should be able to have the choice. Like if you want to like not like 
engage in that and being close like that oh great but yeah if you do mm-hmm. and then you're like ridiculed and you're right. like you know right but yeah. i mean so that's I'm the sure. part of this so i mean and There's that is probably a, some taboos in other cultures too like oh, in that are just on and maybe that's one of the problems too so i guess we're get maybe our point here is like in any culture in any social conditioning where there is rigidity and unacceptance of something that's bad basically yeah, I mean, I, we don't even have to go that far. I would just... <laughs> that it's not fair. I, I was just talking about, like, in, part, in terms of this film, mm-hmm. in terms of thinking about, like, this character and, like, wanting to be close to men and his friends and, like, not being able to... Because you were saying earlier about, like, oh, maybe his friends... It's not just, like, his friends were gay. Like, maybe they had some sensitive sides that they wanted to express but they were uncomfortable doing right. Right. like there's no so space for that it's yeah. either like you're having sex other. or you're just like totally. your bro yeah there's no in between so that's where I'm going from with that yeah. it's just like and that's what I enjoyed about like being somewhere else and just having a little bit of that fluidity around like oh wait I can be your friend, your homie, your bro. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll put my head on your shoulder as we're watching the movie. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't mean Why that not? I want to, like, that you know, have sex. <laughs> Here's a question. Would you ever put your head on my shoulder, Dominic? Hell no. I mean, no, I wouldn't. No, you would not. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> well, I'm okay with that, but it's re- just funny. Well, like, but let me say, that, let me say this, though. Even though you're... You know, I I'd be okay. With, I would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> but let me but let me say something though, because I do I do I, I would do that with like another woman friend that I have though. You know, I guess it has because to do that's with just a closeness our relationship. in the relationship. Yeah, like another good close friend of mine. You know, I, I would funny, feel though, comfortable like, doing that, and yeah. and it would not be like weird. But like, I suppose you know there's I mean? some friends where you have a different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even with my brother, who I am very close with, he's like my best friend ever. Mm-hmm. Like if he were to put his head on my shoulder, I would be like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's just the like, relationship that you establish with people. Yeah. You know? It's different for everybody. You know? But it, it does case say, by like, case what does that thing. say? What does it mean? I don't know. Oh, I mean, that's your jam. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got their own like right. limits of what they want I and what's suppose. comfortable to right. them. But I think what Lillian's saying is beyond just like resting head. I think what she's saying is, <laughs> you know, going from like zero to 60 in a way. Like when right. he is having sex with these like. men in this film, it is very much just about the sex. It's not about romance. I mean, no. he's, you know, they're just going to the woods and they're just dropping their pants and they're fucking, you know, it has kind of. I mean, but, but there's actually there are moments of like intellectual from, reflection. Well, but I think it's more him. I think it's more him projecting that onto these experiences. That's mm. how I took it. Was that these men are just like yeah, I mean the, they're, yeah. they're out. Right. They're like they're past out and where they're just at. oh yeah totally. They're out and they're like you know getting this little hot boy who they want and right. they're just fucking him. But, but he's for him because like, it's his first few experiences, he is actually like actually yeah. taking in more than just the sex. He's taking in the sensory experience of it, which again brings me back that to what I true. thought was beautiful about specifically the scene where he's having sex with the dude in the hotel room. Which again, it's like obviously the lead up is like not romantic, and you know they're not like there's no chemistry or anything really, mm-hmm. but. uh you know, the close ups were like of his of the back and he's like feeling his muscles and you know, like there to me that was more about him, you know, actually finally getting in touch with some sort of emotion and, and mm-hmm. sense of what he wants intimacy. in this film, you know. Intimacy, yeah. Beyond just like I'm getting off, you know, like mm-hmm. with the other dudes that uh 
it felt a little more like that. Like it felt like as the sex scenes continued to happen, they were more um, sensory based. At yeah. least for my, uh, that's how I was seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the end, I actually really liked the the final scene. I want to say this. Before, oh yeah. Before we uh, we do have to wrap it up pretty soon. Um, but I do want to mention the final scene. I thought was really beautiful. Um, not only was it shot very well, and the music starts to swell back up, but he goes back to the spot that that woman first. I guess it's it was the same girl who became his girlfriend, right? Yeah. And she and she asks him in the beginning of the movie. Um, well, what's your idea of romantic? And I think that is the central question of the film to me, you know? And he goes back to that same spot where he was seeing those fireworks. And to him, it was like this rote kind of experience. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, these are every week. I don't give a fuck about this, whatever, you know? And then by the end of the film, he actually chose to go and see these fireworks that to him were they used to just be nothing and now they like are meaning something to him. Like he's maybe finally starting to get in touch with his emotions. That's how I kind of took the ending. And I, and I thought it was really beautiful actually. Um, despite the fact that, you know, he still is doing fucked up shit. I mean, he basically let this kid die in the Did ocean. the guy die? I no. Kinda, I kind of, I no. mean, I don't think he wait, died. what? He got I think punched that, in no, the ocean I, no, and then but, passed out and they didn't go back and save him. No, he didn't pass out. You just assumed that. I did assume that, but... No, 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 no. <laughs> they got his weed and then they left. I think that the but guy... But they punched him in the water and he collapsed in the water. I prefer to think that he didn't die, but that the main character just like wasn't sure. And he, so for yeah, him, his he guilt. Was like, yeah, he was uh-huh. rotten with guilt. Uh-huh. But I really do think that the, that guy was just like, fuck these guys. I'm yeah. never doing this again. Because we didn't see any car there. There's no, I think no. he got away. And he learned <laughs> his right. lesson. I think for him, it was like, don't go on a fucking blind date with some dude you met on the internet. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, for that but, guy. I mean, for on, that guy. On the, last the one minute. who got robbed? Yeah. Oh. I mean, no. how could he know? I no, like that guy. No, I like on. that guy. He was cool. <laughs> gonna blame the he victim? Like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not blaming him. I think, I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm, I embrace I like him. It. No, I like him. I, uh-huh. I want him to feel like a sense of. These guys were stupid, and I'm never gonna have anything to do with them again. Yeah, and but how I'm, could he know? Because the one because main character was kind of being sweet to him. No, I know, but that's the thing: is you're putting yourself in a kind of dangerous situation by meeting up with some random stranger that you just saw on a fucking. But what you else? Know. But what other choice say, do you have? Sometimes, exactly. I, will I mean, say, that's the yeah. Mm, what What other I, choice I, do you have? You have choices. I do think you. No, have cho- you can't. Of course, put, no, there are certain t- situations that choices. are dangerous. But he I put do himself think, in a dangerous situation. Okay. He did. But I will say this: Come I on. Have, <laughs> he was alone. He was fucking yeah. jumped by like four guys. I know. He knew nothing about the guy he was meeting up with. Uh huh. On I'm a sorry, dark honey. night. I've I've done <laughs> no, that. That's, I've well, done that. You well, know? Dominic, you better be careful out there. But the thing is, is what, I'm what I'm serious. saying, especially when you're gay, you don't know who is gay and who is not gay in a what? traditional Different. setting unless you go to like a gay, specific gay bar or gay whatever. Gay or not gay. You don't just this meet poor, with a person kid. in the dark on the beach. But and this poor lo- let's think about it from his perspective. I'm sorry. Though. My yeah. child is not doing that. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Well, we got to bring you to the light and understand what's going on. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't just like go out in the middle of the night and meet a stranger i know but it's, he that's scary i know but he is it th- is this guy mm-hmm. this guy he's maybe lonely and maybe yeah. he hasn't had a real connection in a long time mm-hmm. and 
and go maybe to a cool goth club and meet someone i felt like he had a cool goth <laughs> vibe i liked him he liked it i felt like he was very in touch with like 80s music he must have listened to this mess at a, at a point in his life we're uh-huh. still talking about this sweet guy yeah <laughs> and i, I said like, i kind of got but... a, like an 80s goth vibe and mm. i thought like that at all, no. i could see him like at, oh, back in the day yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, back yeah. in the day like at the club kind of like doing some dance moves and being like the star of this of the dance floor right <laughs> you know what i mean Mm-hmm. I liked him. He seemed smart. He was really sweet. Yeah, he seemed. But very I also sweet. felt bad for him. I was like, okay, he just put himself in a dangerous situation because he did not know who he was meeting. He just trusted this stranger, <laughs> and now he has to. But learn. I don't. But I don't. Okay. But I don't <laughs> think that he's the one in this situation that is doing something wrong. No, he's, but he's I think looking that for a connection. Yeah, but yeah. if I were him, I would have. I would think, okay, I'm never doing that again. But. <sighs> But what I mean, but when you're like, you need this connection, like Dominic was saying, the traditional setting isn't always available to you. Like going to the goth club might not. <laughs> Maybe there's no goth club where they live. You know there I mean? is a goth club. There's always a goth club. <laughs> the, the goth disco club or whatever. Like, you know, so, you know, these these things happen because like out of like isolation and loneliness and like trying to, you know, kind of create this community and which is a sad thing for anybody who's isolated and lonely but i just do think that you have to be careful in the world you do i mean you cannot just go and meet up with a random stranger that you know nothing about in the middle of the night it could happen like something bad could happen and i'm just a person that is scared that's true yes i know you're always gonna (laughs) everything you do is gonna be a sort of risk in some way no but if you're it's way of a higher risk if it's like in the middle of the night in the dark at the like you know in a very deserted location like that's no, just a bad I, recipe well okay but no, you can I meet mean, with them at a coffee house during the day well but he was getting you into can. his For car sex? no but why don't you meet first find out the no you want to have some sex i know but you can <laughs> have sex later yeah, dominant okay one on one here's what you do no here's what you do <laughs> so, yeah, yeah yeah you can't trust that it was one-on-one he obviously couldn't trust that it was one-on-one it was not one-on-one even though the guy said it was so you've it never you've never four. met anyone online. I I take it. I'm past that. I'm old too old <laughs> for that. Sorry, I missed that loop. Right, right. No, me and Anton have you too probably. I didn't miss it. How did We're you not, not old miss? enough for it? No, but you've been with <laughs> no. Hold on, you've been with Augie for twelve years. So if Which you've been with him for twelve years, you're as a teen. No, <laughs> no. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> I've, I'm okay. The only reason I miss the online dating thing uh-huh. is because I've been with Anton for eight years, and it was that was when the online dating thing oh, was starting well, to take well, off. Maybe for okay. you. Maybe for you. Okay. On, so, okay. Online date. Sure. Online dating. <laughs> but okay. So sure. Yeah, you're right. But chat rooms. Yeah. Oh, chat rooms are different. Okay. No. And, how was it different? <laughs> no, because I'm. So, here's the thing. If I were to meet someone online, I would say, "Meet me at this coffee house during the day." We'll get a feel for each other. Here's what I did used sure, to do. Sure, but you know what? Like, <laughs> Here's what I did used to do. Craigslist ride shares all the motherfucking time. And Craigslist ride shares? That sounds shady as fuck. It is In shady a car. as fuck. Yes, very fucking See? shady. No, but here's the thing. 
Here's what I would do. He got in his car at first. Just so Dominic, you know, it was I didn't just car. let them get in my car. His car. I didn't just let them get in my car, though. <laughs> I would ask them for a copy of their driver's license, and then I did a full-fledged background check on the person before they got in my car. Oh, my God. Wow. I did. Wow. Well, that's, on Zomba search. You know what? That's great, Laura. But I would say you are in the minority there. And yeah, I would say most people don't do that. I think most they people just need go to off realize that they should do that. They just go off a vibe. And, and I personally think... That the way that our main character was acting towards this guy was not giving off some sort of like, I'm going to fucking murder you vibe. And I think he was a little bit. Oh, why don't you meet me at the beach at four, like at midnight? No, because they met in his car. Yeah, right. That was so dangerous. They met in his car and then they went to the beach and they chatted on the way. I don't want to blame the guy. Okay. I mean, obviously. there's no. Sorry. I don't want to blame him because it's not his fault. I just will say, oh, good. never do that again. <laughs> never I'm do that you, again. Well, he he. I think, I think he could. Don't do it again. You I know, could, the, don't don't have the the bra bra culture again. Yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Don't be with the bra. <laughs> yeah, well, the bra culture is obviously the problem. That's the with bigger everything. problem. The clear bigger <laughs> it problem. It is because no, people want to meet and have I'm sex you, for free. As a friend, and I don't. I as a friend and potential caretaker, I don't want you going <laughs> out there. <laughs> no, I don't want you putting yourself in dangerous situations. There are dangerous situations in this of world. Of course, there is. And don't you put feel yourself it out. in them. But you feel it out. Yes, you, know? you feel it out. But you feel it out during the day. Okay. I think we do have to wrap it up, though. All right. Yeah. Who but knows Dominic, how long it's been? You better been. do some background. <laughs> I'm serious. We'll I don't want you land. getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah, there's more to talk about. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I think this uh, this has been a good discussion about no, this film a, and other things. Hey, at least and, uh, it provoked some serious conversation. It did actually, and, and I that's think I, good. I actually think that is an ultimate. Ultimately, that's that's a that's a, a very good compliment to the filmmaker. So, Lalin, where can people uh, find you if they want? Oh, yeah. If they want to uh, follow you on the old social networks. Yeah, everywhere. You know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that stuff at the session, which is the S E S H E N. Right on. So, yeah. Cool. Any stuff on Lalin Sanjust? Like any. Um, that's harder to find, but you can definitely try. <laughs> how do you spell, Ooh, how do you nice spell Lalin Sanjust? <laughs> so it's L A L I N space S T space J U S. T E. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Look it up. Um, <laughs> um and it's good we're stuff. Yeah, oh definitely, yeah. Um we're gonna end tonight also with a song from the session, uh, which Lalin is a part of, as you should well by know now at <laughs> this point. I fucked up the words of that, but it's fine. I well know by I now. but well, well no well, well no know by now. Well no by now. Well should well know by now. Uh, anyways, this song is called Other Spaces, and it's off of uh, the session's most recent album called Flames and Figures, um, which I'm, you can find on everything, I'm sure, at this point, mm-hmm. iTunes and uh, Spotify and it all, all. That, all that good stuff. It all. Um, yeah, this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share with a friend, uh, subscribe, leave us a rating on iTunes. Our intro music is by Lauren Anton. And a big thanks to Lalin for coming out tonight and... Uh, watching this movie and chatting with us. It was Thanks great. for having me. Yeah, it was great having you. Thank and you. this is Other Spaces uh, by The Session. And we'll be back next week with a new episode of Totally Tell Me.
Crimson rain 